Good day, everybody. Welcome to yet another episode of the Share Fast Podcast. There's a podcast where we gain insights, share experiences, and obtain motivation from peers in the various disciplines. So today we have Jack Timms with us. He's a media student in England. And I like that even though he's still in university, he actually started his own film studio, and which landed him quite a few projects, personal projects, as well as corporations such as the Guerrilla Films and BBC. And uh, he also has a YouTube channel which sort of aligns with what he's doing at the moment. And he has, he runs his own podcast as well, among other things. And um, for me, it's it's a bit interesting because I usually relate this with the way I sort of came to choose my career. You know, even though we had quite a few perspectives on different types of careers available out there. For me, I still didn't have sort of a clear picture of what I wanted to do and the way that I've came to make the decisions was just the year before, actually the month before I actually got to make the decision. And uh, the decision came from a friend, which thank God I actually love what I'm doing right now. But I think um, it helps to sort of put the prep work into choosing and deciding where you want to go. Um, I think for you, Tim's great to have you here. Just want to know how was that process of finding which career suits you and what sort of drove you to doing what you're doing right now? Uh, well, I'm a very creative person by trade. Like when I was younger, I would always have a hyper-imagination. So when I would play with my toys, I would create a world for them to live in. Often, my imagination would be triggered after seeing a film at the cinema or something on the television. However, another aspect of my life that came into play was way before university ever came into mind which was me not being very bright at school, both in primary and secondary. The reason for this was actually because I had dyslexic tendencies, which gives me slow processing speed. So if someone would ask me a question, it would take me a wh- quite a while before I was able to give an answer. This meant I never really enjoyed my lessons as much as I would have liked to. Uh, and... I didn't get diagnosed until I was in year 10 in secondary school. Uh, But this helped me get an understanding of what was wrong with me. But afterwards, I didn't let it hold me back. Once I had all the necessary resources I needed put in place, I just pushed myself until I got the qualifications I required to do what I wanted to do. Because in retrospect, I kind of always knew that I was never going to be an academic myself. And throughout the course of my education, this was always guiding me towards pursuing my creative side more. I liked being creative most of the time. It's what made me happy. So when I was getting, uh, when I was thinking about my future, I knew I wanted to be happy. So that's why I wanted to pursue the creative industry. Well, yeah, I truly love the self-introspection that actually went into making that decision. I know I, know I gave a brief um, explanation of what you actually do, but just to sort of put us on the same page, what, what is the career that you actually pursued and that you're doing now in university? 
Uh, well, I'm I'm a full time student studying uh, yeah. a BA honors in media production. Though in my spare wow. time, I run a YouTube channel named after myself, and uh, it's oh. in association with my brand, Tim's Media. So, yeah, I do that on the side, but yeah. Oh yeah, that's nice. I like the marriage that actually happens between identifying a creative side and finding a career that sort of fits right into it. You know, unlike me, for example. <laughs> but but actually, looking back at it, I think from the amount of pool of information I had, um, I actually made the right decision. But what I'm looking at is the conscious, you know, long term. Um, long-term planning you know is, is that is that how you went about choosing it yeah it's, yeah it's kind yeah. of just flows better like i mean it did take me a while to figure out that that's what i wanted to because there was a time in my life yeah. where I actually, that i actually thought i was going to be a chef because but but that then again that's like another form of art so. <laughs> no awesome um could you give us a bit of insights into what media production entails as in what other different things one should expect to be doing as it do you, do you focus specifically on simply film production or is there quite a few different rabbit holes you can find yourself at the end of the day well uh yeah it's a it's a mixture of things uh because like i've, I've worked on uh, quite a few productions with with companies myself so i've had experience in advertising agency uh, that creates adverts for asian tv i've shadowed a post-production studio at the glowworks which focuses on editing and you know, building cardiff with guerrilla films and then uh, recently like i've done work with the national museum of wales uh, for their reframing picture project uh, most recently, though, I've been very lucky in the art department uh, for a BBC film called The Trick with Vox Pictures. So that that was uh, pretty good. But no, I'd, I'd, I'd say uh, it's a mix between uh, drama and also like documentary style filmmaking, because uh, like they're, they're the kind of films that I enjoy the most. And uh, when whenever I do make a drama i often have it influenced by uh, truthful events like whether it's based on my life or friends of mine um and then documentaries is telling a a, a real world story so uh yeah i like i like that kind of investigating the truth and finding a story within that and then yeah that's what kind of led me to uh, looking at documentaries, I made I made two documentaries myself, but um, yeah, they're not so big, though. Uh, quite relevant at the time. Well, wow, that's it's quite a lot of activity, right? Um, how how do you actually go about placing yourself in a position where people have access to you and sort of require your skills and pick you to do the certain things that you have been doing? How does some how how can one um, sort of place themselves in that space where it's easier for them to have opportunities like that yeah but I, i've been i've been quite okay. lucky yeah. with the opportunities i've been given and that's mainly down to the people i knew or, or my family knew that's just how this kind of industry works because 
is actually the more people you know or the more people that talk to you about uh well talk to people who are already in the industry the more work you are likely to get because primarily it's down to how much of an impression you make because if the people you work with are impressed by a your work ethic or b uh the work you produce then you have a better chance of getting called back to potentially do some paid work um because at the end of the day it's the paid work that you want because once you have learned all the practical skills and terms on the job then there's no point in continuing uh to do work for no money however it's more likely that you will get get some paid work uh uh once you get so much experience under your name so uh yeah i i would i would recommend that you keep updating both your cv and your portfolio so that when potential employers search your name up then they can see all the latest stuff you've worked on this can be in a form of a youtube channel or it can be in the form of a website that's linked on your cv um so for instance like the way this kind of worked for me is that I've done uh, this kind of work experience uh for this this film called The Trip with the BBC and with the uh, Vox Productions yeah. or Vox Pictures sorry and yeah uh they they uh, cuz I got to know people and uh they got to know me and how I kind of worked and what I liked what I didn't like uh they they have asked me well they they have asked me and hopefully in the future i'll be doing some uh paid work it might be very little to begin with but uh get some paid work on the show uh doctor who so that's that's uh pretty big for me because i'm a little bit of a doctor right. who fan so yeah no you've you have definitely been busier than most of us have i mean looking at you still in university right and i think one of the problems that we sort of miss is we used to transitioning from one institution to the next for example from uh, high school to university and from university to the real life workforce and the thing is we sort of think that it, this events have to happen chronologically in sequence and i think the problem can quickly come in when we um and the gap between university and work right because as soon as we graduate we sort of quickly find out that most companies actually require us to have experience and as a graduate we might ask ourselves you know we've sort of just like graduated a month ago where are we supposed to suddenly show up with like two years of experience you know but i think the model that you sort of um that's that's how I picked up from what you said as that while still being in university there's so much opportunities for you to put your skills to use and put yourself out there so that once you actually graduate you have practical knowledge as well as experience code and code right even actual experience uh, and it wouldn't be sort of like a huge bummer of a transition yeah Because I mean, yeah. when when you kind of well, this it's more or less for this, but I guess it can also work for other departments of industry as well. Yeah. Um. Because in the creative creative industry in my university, uh, it's it's 
mainly based on the work you do outside of university as well uh because like if you get in the experience whilst you're learning that's that's better like even the uh, lecturers who are running the course they're active practitioners so when they're educating us it's based on the latest kind of uh, industry Stuff. advice yeah. because they're currently in the industry as well doing like producing films producing tv shows alongside teaching us yeah so, yeah we're pretty pretty fortunate to have them really yeah um so a little bit on your process how do you go about putting the amount of knowledge that you've been taught at university to practical use you know and so sort of gaining experience out of that how's the process like for you in doing that well uh there's kind of a few ways that i have done it and what how other people have done it so uh i mean so some of the ways that you can get a uh, job opportunity is by simply checking your student email so uh we get an email probably uh, every week with uh work work opportunities uh but it's kind of mixed so it can range from business to to finance to art to it's like a whole range of work then that's more like a general like uh if you want work alongside your degree then that's where you go um but uh another way of getting work is by reaching out to people who are in the industry and kind of impressing them so uh you can you can join facebook groups uh online so there's there's one for runners tv show uh tv show camera uh on on uh, facebook and what you could do is they they like list uh, openings that you can then sign up for uh and then you basically put your details in and they choose whoever they want the most so it's it's a it's a slim chance because you're signing up along with all these other people as well uh who want the work just as much as you do so it's it's mainly about Im impressing them so if you get the chance to show them a, a show reel which is like which is a a compilation and uh a, a brief summary of the work that you've done uh and it can impress them enough then uh, that's really the smart way to uh get the work done otherwise it's through uh through uh people you know um uh like uh this one time when i was doing uh shadowing which is where i'm observing observing the the people in the industry uh in this post-production yeah. house uh it was actually through um my mum's friend uh who had a daughter who was getting married and the husband uh actually was working in this post-production house so we got in touch with him and then he he was able to give me a week's uh shadow experience so yeah it's it's about who you know and uh and how you seize the opportunities that present themselves yeah i like the idea of impressing them you know because it, it can get a a bit too easy for us to be to get stuck into our own mind you know and know that we can do the work but the thing is um the people out there it's hard for them to sort of believe in what you say because they they, they don't they don't actually know you right and that's why 
I think I love I love the idea of a portfolio as well. You know, because ECB ECB is is says fine, and it, I think it's necessary. It's the traditional way of doing things, you know. But it sort of just um, showcases what what you tell them, you know. But if you want to sort of stand out and be that red apple among the green ones, you know what I think. What usually works is if you have sort of like um, a different a different you know proof as to what you can do you know actual proof you know for example i think it's easier in, in media you know what you're doing because you can have sort of sort of like sample videos show reels of what you do and then um a producer or whoever you're trying to approach can it would make that it would make it easier for them to to have a look at that and and, and go wow right and see that that can sort of relate with what they're actually doing at their workplace, you know, and for software engineering as well, I think it's it's so easy, you know, to simply do things and put it out there, you know, to make it easier or to slim the chance, especially in, in such a competitive environment, you know, how can you prove what you know, right? And how can you show that you've actually put in the work? You know, you have to have a separate portfolio of stuff that you do, which makes it a lot more easier for the recruiting team to sort of um, single you out out of the, the entire noise out there. It's it's mainly about uh, practicing what you preach. So essentially, if if you were uh, if you say, oh, you're really into editing, or you're really into uh, cinematography, or all these kind of like departments, you've got to kind of showcase this. Yeah. So there's no point. Like waiting for like opportunities to present themselves before you're able to create work. So just kind of like start it like in your own time straight away. Like come up with a project yourself. Like say I'm gonna do this, this, and this, uh, and then get it done, get it filmed, get it produced um, to a a a way to a standard that you like, and then uh, put that in your your showreel because. Uh, there's very f- few chances that you'll get if you just like do uh, do nothing and hope for the best. So uh, the sooner that you get working on your own stuff and put those skills that you learn throughout college and, and university, the the better um, it will make your portfolio and uh, the showreel that you present to the people you, who you want to get employed by. And that's that's the best way uh, about around it, really. Yeah, uh, skills, right? Skill set. I think that's one of the things that we sort of undervalue um, recently. Because you know, I was speaking to somebody the other time, and he what he told me was that skills are the most um, scarce thing that you can find you know in this new era right it's not it's not that there's not enough job opportunities or job stations and stuff like that but it's it's simply what's in like um total demand right now that would be skills you know and plus that's sort of like the only thing that you have control over you know and stressing about things such as work and stuff like that which is sort of beyond beyond your control 
know, wouldn't be as much productive. But if you can sort of maximize and focus on the skill set and how to improve them, how to better yourself in the career, in the area that you're in, I think that could be really beneficial down the line. Um, yeah, I usually ask this, but I have a feeling for you it might be one and the same thing. Um, do you have any hobbies or is it sort of like intertwined with what you, uh, the career that you're doing right now? Uh, well, it's kind of a mix mash. Uh, but no, yeah, I do have some uh, outside outside <laughs> hobbies as well. Uh, like, I, I, I like boxing, uh, do a bit of snooker. And uh, when I can, I like to play video games with my mates uh, on their consoles. And I also like doing uh, Photoshop art as well, which I'm slowly getting better at uh, bit by bit. Uh, so I post my art on an Instagram page and Facebook. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's another creative aspect, but uh, keeps the brain, brain functioning and motivated. And of, often you'll find that if you do other uh, creative stuff alongside either the course or your projects then it can inspire later work down the line yeah uh, before we conclude I'd like to ask is there any pointers that you would sort of give um, to, to anyone trying to find a feat on which career to pursue what would the advice from you um, be and you know mapping it with the process that you the direction that you chose into sort of singling out your career amongst the various different available careers out there? Well, yeah, there's kind of a two ways, well, three ways, actually, that you can uh, uh, go about. But if, if this was kind of your, your route, if you are a creative person and you know you're a creative person and you wanted to pursue the creative industry, then there are three ways that you can you can do it if if you're not sure exactly what it is specifically that you want to do then i i i would highly recommend that you go to university because uh university is like the place where you can explore all the different aspects of the creative industry and find exactly what you want because you get to do a bit of everything um another thing is if you know what you want to do then you can get an apprenticeship um, I think the BBC have an apprenticeship, a good apprenticeship program and an internship program. Uh, so it's where you go not knowing anything and they kind of train you up with the skills along the way. And you also get paid a little bit of money as well until you get the qualifications for the actual job. Um, and then another way is uh, by just doing it, throwing, throwing yourself out there and uh, uh get getting to know know people and and getting the jobs uh bit by bit um so like you don't need that many qualifications for example to be a technician uh uh like when i was in secondary school or the people that were in secondary school and drama department if you like uh did a little bit of like lighting or sound for for theater productions then uh you can get a job as a technician and then later on that can lead to uh, either lighting or sound uh, technicians for on sets and then and then then you can dive into higher role and kind of work your way up the the ladder of of job roles until you find exactly 
what it is that you want and want to aim for. Wow. Yeah, that was really, that was really nice. I really jotted down quite a few things throughout this entire interview and it was really good having you, you know, just for you to sort of share your thoughts, your insights and ideas and also experience on how you went about choosing your career, you know, and how others could sort of find their feet in choosing theirs as well. Um, do, you, do you have any social handles if people want to reach you and see the work that you've done? Uh, yeah, uh, well, I've got a few things. Yeah, I have a Facebook page. Uh, you just search up Jack Tims. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a guy with glasses, essentially. Uh, and I have Instagram. Uh, and then I have my brand, brand tags, Tims Media. My website, uh, com slash show. Um, so I've got a couple of things that I work on on there. And, uh, yeah, I also have my YouTube stuff, uh, YouTube channel, which, which I kind of like do, do some, some lessons, uh, sort of, and like where I produce videos, uh, that give tips and some, some advice to help people who, uh, do like to produce media and potentially get the best out of what they've got, uh, just some little tricks. So I also, I also do a podcast myself uh which is kind of if you're into uh knowing more about the university experience uh the student life i i have a a podcast called the uni jack project um which is on uh apple podcasts spotify and amazon music so yeah uh, check those out and yeah hopefully you'll find something you like Cool, cool. I'm going to put a link in the description so they can have an easy handle on all the socials that you just mentioned now. And, uh, yeah, it was really good having you here. I think I should catch you later. Um, thanks for being on the show. Yeah, no problem. Been a pleasure. Awesome. Cheers. So that was it for today's episode. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Hope to see you guys in the next one. And have a great day. Bye.